You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the February edition of Unseen Touchscreen with Michael Fair. Today is February the 7th, 2024. Um, and so, Michael, the floor is all yours. Alrighty. Hey, everyone. Uh, it is, yeah, we're getting to a bit of a Rubicon here uh, in our course. We've done a long uh, time of learning how to control your iPhone mainly and learning about all the different things that you can do to, to take command of your iPhone, make it yours, make it do what you want. We're shifting a bit into what, now that you've mastered that, or hopefully uh, to, a, to a degree mastered that, it's an ongoing process. Things are always changing. You're always having to learn new things. So don't think it's uh, <laughs> permanent victory at all. Uh, but we're in uh, entering uh, from now on more about reaping the rewards, what you can do with the iPhone. And that's most of, of the book, really. Um, although it seems like it's taking a long time to get here because we're doing it one section a, a month. Um, but now, yes, we've reached that point. And today's session is about music, because that, that was one of the first things I thought of when I thought, what would really be rewarding for people uh, on a massive scale? And, and that, uh, <laughs> that seemed like the best thing. So uh, Apple and music have gone together, uh, you know, hand in glove for a long, long time. Uh, it's, it's part of their, their DNA, basically, at, at the company. So uh, they've, they've had music for longer than iPhones. Uh, have been in existence as as a part of what they do, uh, you know, a serious part of their computing, uh, things like that on app on Macs. On of course, the iPod was where they really launched, uh, really started taking chunks out of the music industry and saying, "Hey, we'll give you a device that you can have a thousand songs in your pocket," right? And that was a big selling point. Uh, and and now uh, with the iPhone, it uh, it, it takes uh, that and just puts it on steroids. So you have, uh, you can store days worth of music on your iPhone if you wanted to. If you wanted to just grab a ton of music and just have it with you, uh, you could you could do that easily. Um, you know, I have something like eighty hours of music or more, uh, just in my favorites list of about five hundred and something songs. It's massive, like, and that's you know, I I just use a fraction of what I could for music, uh, gigabytes worth. Um, and uh, it, you can have it playing shuffle between all the tracks. Uh, you don't have to buy all the tracks of an album. You can just get the ones you want. And of course, you don't even have to buy albums. Um, the Apple offers a couple of different ways of approaching music. And one of the methods is, is kind of getting older. It's called iTunes and the iTunes Store. There's an app on your phone called iTunes Store. And if you go into that app, you can buy music and also movies and, and shows for now, although that's leaving. Um, the, the movies and shows are going to, uh, as from what I've heard, disappear from the iTunes app. And you're going to be getting all of that from the TV app now uh, is, is how that's going to work. Uh, you can already, of course, do that, but it's just more they're eliminating these parts of what is now the iTunes app. So I'm not sure what that's going to leave, what that's going to look like ultimately. Uh, we'll have to find out uh, when that change is made. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be in 17 or I'm suspecting this is going to be an iOS 18 thing. 
Um, so uh, the iTunes part of this is might be a little less relevant now, but we'll go through it quickly anyway. So you can uh, buy music if you want to own music. If you want to buy it once, own it forever, uh, you can buy albums on iTunes. And um, what you do is you go into the iTunes app, you go into the music tab, because uh, there's also, of course, movies and shows tabs. And you can uh, search for music. You can find songs. You can buy albums. Uh, and they'll have a price. You can flick to the price, double tap. It's a standard way of making purchases. So it will check your face ID or your touch ID uh, or have you enter your password, your passcode. And then you'll be once it knows it's you, for sure, uh, you can make your purchase. And it will give you a little successful ding and that album will then be yours. Um, everything is tied to your Apple ID, and that goes for both the music app and uh, iTunes. So you never need to buy anything twice. The other thing to keep in mind is you can always delete things off of your phone and re-download them. So if space is a premium and you're like, oh, I really want this Beatles album, I'd hate to not have it, but I need the space, you can get rid of it, delete it from your phone, you know, do what you need to do with that space. And then later on, when you want your music albums back, you can download them back again. So you essentially have rights to download them as many times as you like. The other thing to note about purchases is they don't count against your iCloud space. If you purchase um, uh, tra um, albums uh, or books or movies, none of that counts against your personal iCloud space. Uh, you've purchased that and you have the right to delete it and download it as many times as you need to. So and that applies for iTunes and that also applies for pretty much everything else uh, in the Apple eco ecosystem. You never have to purchase something twice it's, it's, as long as you have your Apple ID. So remember your Apple ID. I can never stress that enough. Uh, and you'll always have access to your tunes. Now, most of us are going to be using the music app uh, and uh, that is basically uh, where you, what you use to sort of play all your music. And uh, if you subscribe to Apple Music Plus, uh, which is now pretty much the go-to option, uh, you subscribe for one price. It's about nine-something a month, I think, if memory serves. I uh, can't quite remember. Um, but you can uh, basically get access to something like 75 million songs and that you like you never have to buy anything you pay that one subscription price and you can just explore it totally changes how you approach music uh because you know before i would i would ham and haw and i'd i'd pay like 20 percent uh, 20 dollars for you know some of the albums were pretty high price and i'd maybe only want like four or five of those tracks but you have to get the whole album uh, for the first while. And then they made it so you could buy individual tracks if you wanted, and you could start doing that. Uh, and now, of course, with Apple Music Plus, you don't have to buy albums per se. You just have them. You add the ones you want to your library, and you can decide to download them, have them on your, your phone, on, on the actual physical phone, or you can stream and not have any music stored on your phone and just have everything... Uh, stream off off the internet and if you have an unlimited plan that might be a good option as long as you have reg you know reliable internet connectivity um, I always like to have some music on my phone uh, but that's all up to you and you can have it in different formats uh, they have uh, proprietary formats 
uh, they're not MP3s. Um, so you have uh, a regular uh, format that's uh, kind of equivalent to an MP3, but a bit better. Like in the streaming rate is like the bit rate is higher. It's about 296 or something like that. It's, it's up there. I can't remember exactly, but it is certainly, you know, pretty much CD quality stuff. Uh, and then of course you can get lossless uh, music uh, and, and download music in and lossless format. And that basically uh, like the other format compresses it, like you, you, the M4R format will compress music and it actually strips out some of the bits of information to get, to get a smaller size. So it's, I download in the, the regular quality uh, compressed format because with my hearing loss, I can't really tell the difference, you know, past a certain point. Uh, it's just, it, it's useless. Um, but you know, for those with really, you know, musically attuned ears uh, and, you know, who want to hear everything, there's the lossless audio. And that will chew up more of your data. It would take more data to stream because, you know, it streams the whole thing. And it takes, if you download songs to your phone, you're going it, to, it's going to chew up a lot more data because it's, it's nothing is lost. Everything is preserved and you are getting every little detail um, of a performance. So it's, it makes a big difference in how much, how many songs you'd be able to have comfortably on your phone. Because for most of us, you know, we use our phones for more than uh, music. We use it for a lot of other things and you wouldn't want to use every bit of storage on music, right? You need it for other things, but you know, if you were, if you have access to, uh, you know, high quality speakers, uh, Bluetooth speakers, things like that, um, you can uh, stream. I think there, you need special equipment to really get the benefit of the lossless uh, format fully. Um, uh, it's an area where my knowledge is a little thin uh, in terms of that. But uh, what you can do is. Uh, you know, you go. You can either access this in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, uh, you can download, buy music, you know, from iTunes if you want. Download it on your phone, or you can subscribe to Music Plus and just have access to all of this stuff. Uh, and uh, it just as long as you pay that the subscription, you don't lose anything. You still have all your your music things and. Uh, uh, access to all your playlists that you've made, things like that, that are going to take you time to to do, uh, won't get lost. And there's a grace period. If you can't pay your subscription, you there's a short grace period. I can't remember how many months it is uh, before they delete all that stuff, and you'd have to start, you know, from scratch. Uh, if you we subscribed, uh, but they do think about that. There is uh, you won't lose all your hard work necessarily if you resubscribe in time, kind of thing. Um, but it's it's much cheaper than buying these albums separately that you'd want. I've I used to spend, you know, hundred bucks easily some months on music, and uh, now it's just a flat rate, and and I get all the music that I want, uh, that I could ever hope to listen to, and more. Um, so, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, you have you you got a couple of different things. You you can get music on the Wi-Fi, of course, and you can also uh, get it. You can tell it uh, in the music uh, settings for music. Uh, you should look through there. There's a bunch of stuff in um, 
in that in those settings, uh, the equalizers in there. So if you want to adjust the EQ of what you're listening to, uh, you go into music and you go in uh, in through those settings, and you'll find EQ tucked away in there. And there's a bunch of different settings. Uh, I find late night particularly useful for one thing. Um, and then you you can choose. Uh, basically, if you want to automatically download the music on cellular, so if you get if you choose new music, add it to your playlist uh, and have it set to automatically add, download whatever you add uh, to a playlist. Uh, it, it, you can decide whether that that is over cellular automatically or whether uh, you want to not have that automatic. So there's there's things like that um, that uh, that you can choose uh, to do. So the uh the basically there's uh, a player you can play music in itunes uh you can play your purchase content right there and then there's a now playing uh button and uh uh you you can basically uh tap it to to get back at there's a, a mini player that when you start it playing it shows up and you can expand that out to a full player. So the mini player, you can still have other parts of the app, either iTunes or music on your screen. So you can hear music and still see the playlists, the downloads, all the different stuff like that. But if you really want to get into the play controls, you go into the expand to the full player and uh, that gives access to more. You can uh, put lyrics up from the music. You can uh, decide to add it to your library. The more button is a very important button in there. So the Music Plus service uh, is, if you subscribe to that, you get access to all the music. There's also radio stations. There's curation. It's doing a lot more than just giving you straight access to those songs. There's uh, shows that are uh, being put on by experts. And uh, there are some events. Apple has festivals and events sometimes. They don't do it as much as they used to. But uh, you can still get some live events if you pay attention to Apple Music and the schedules, particularly in the radio tab, you can find out. In the browse tab, you can kind of find out about a lot of what's happening there. Um, and then, of course, there's all the music. So the music app is is your main avenue here. It's the, the very left tab is called Listen Now, and that's your personal space uh, for your starting point, and it will point you towards things that it thinks you're going to like. Uh, and uh, it, it sort of tunes the tab to your preferences specifically. So it will try and pick out things that in new releases and in a bunch of the headings, it has all these different headings, and it will try and cater to what it considers your taste uh, based on artificial intelligence observing what you listen to. So, uh, for example, uh, it, it will... If you like songs, if you indicate that you like a certain song, that gives it more kind of force uh, or favorite, uh, as they say. Uh, that's that's kind of in the process of change. But yeah, you can favorite songs now, and and it keeps uh, them listed as favorites, and it also adds them to a playlist of all your favorites that's automatically maintained. So uh, lots happening there, and uh, you can just go get that you know favorites playlist in the playlist section of of the uh, library tab and uh, basically have all your favorites right there. You either give them a random shuffle or, or listen to it in order. So you have the, the contents are divided in these tabs by headings usually or buttons that give access to certain areas. So in the main uh, 
in the now listening tab, uh, you can navigate by three finger swipes up and down to move through kind of bigger chunks. You can also turn the rotor to headings and flick up or down. And as long as the next or previous heading is in range, it will go there. But I've, I've had uh, lots of occasions where it hasn't been able to find the next heading and you'd have to flick manually, you know, to the point and scroll down until it kind of gets at a heading and then, and then sometimes go backwards. So it's, it's not perfect yet. Um, but uh, it's, it's certainly better than it was when I released the second edition. Uh, you can actually get at all the stuff a little easier. So yeah, the, the left tab is, is more about uh, the, the now listen now tab is more about what is interest to you. And then uh, it, it, it maintains like a, a list of, of new stuff, new releases or different things that it thinks you will particularly like. Um, the next one over is the browse tab. And that is more tuned to what is current, what's, you know, everyone digging into. And uh, so that you'll find out about a wider, like what's really popular right now, or what do they want to push at people to, you know, see what they think, right? So they'll, you know, have the latest releases from different artists or different special things in that tab. So it's good to check the browse tab every once in a while. And then in all these things, if you want to uh, go deeper into something, you double tap on it with one finger. And then if you want to, you know, you flick right, of course, to get through all this stuff. Uh, there's always a back button. If you go down into, into something, you'll always find a back button in the top left uh, to get back uh, up a level. So you're never trapped anywhere. So don't worry about getting trapped into something and then not being able to get back. It doesn't happen. Um, you might have to scroll up a bit before the back button is visible. Uh, you can go deep enough into content that it's it kind of is, is harder to get to. Um, but yeah, as long as you feel around the top left, eventually you'll get to back and you can just double tap and, uh, and get out of what you're in. So the next tab over, so we got Listen Now, we got Browse, we got Radio. And that's where you have three radio stations that Apple runs, uh, Beats One, is kind of the modern kind of station where they have uh, guests doing, putting on shows of expert DJs, uh, people well-known in the music industry. Uh, and they, they go, all these go 24 uh, seven. There's a, a country home is another uh, for country fans. And, and, and that I think is modern to, to older country kind of goes all over. Uh, Hits, there's another station called Hits. And that one, I believe is is kind of a bit older, but uh, like '90s, 2000s kind of popular music, as I understand it. Um, so it, it's does it's not necessarily cutting edge like Beats One. It's 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 sort of just well loved music um, that that's there. So not the latest necessarily, but some of the greatest. Um, so there are shows. If you go into any of these stations, you'll find shows, and you'll find uh, who's. Uh, hosting them, of course, you can find out about them. Uh, Elton John, for one, is is one person who's done a lot with Apple over the years and hosted shows and things. Um, so there's a lot there. And then there's, there's schedule. Uh, so you can look at the schedule. And, and any show that is on, uh, if you miss it, don't worry. If you miss a live thing, it's always on demand. You can always get at it later. And uh, so uh, people uh, should take more advantage of this than I think they do a lot, I think a lot of people get this app and they don't bother really looking around at some of the stuff that's there. There's a lot of expertise. There's a lot of 
uh, stuff that the artificial intelligence is doing to try and help you find what it thinks you like. So there's, there's a lot there to, to mess with and enjoy. Um, there's the, the library tab is the next one over. That's where all the music you've, you've chosen to say, Hey, I like this. I want this as part of my collection. You add it to the library, you add it to your playlists and uh, things like that. So the library will have all your, all those albums, songs, playlists that you have uh, elected to add uh, and made that choice. And that is your own personal collection that you've, you know, you've gotten out of this mass of music available. And so you can organize that. You can, make playlists out of that uh, in the playlist tab. Um, there's um, There are playlists that Apple has made. Uh, you'll find those more in the Listen Now tab and, and the uh, Browse tabs. Um, but yeah, the Library tab is, is really about what you want to, your personal space. So you choose what gets in there and you can edit it. You can edit the playlists. Um, you can uh, delete them. You can organize. There are different sections. So you've got playlist, playlists, artists, albums, and down and songs. And uh, you can go. You double tap on their buttons. So as you flick right from the top of the tab, you'll you'll see these buttons, and you can just double tap on on what you want to dig into. And then there's a downloaded. So you can only look at if you want. You can look at the just what you've downloaded. Get into downloaded music. What's on your phone versus what's in the cloud and just available. Uh, you don't have to have it any music downloaded on your phone if you don't want to. Uh, I'd recommend it if you were going anywhere where you might not be online and you might want music if you're up at a cottage or something. So that's something you want to do before you go, I I would think. Uh, So your library can be uh, downloaded uh, for offline listening. Uh, And then the different qualities, you can choose to do this in uh, the regular quality, uh, which is, uh, I can't remember the bit rate off the top of my head. Uh, but there's also, of course, lossless, uh, the, the, large, the more uh, higher quality. Uh, Dolby Atmos, you can choose whether to have Dolby Atmos or not. Um, so you know, that w- might depend on, uh, on how much space you have, whether you want to do that or not. Um, so the, the now playing's uh, button is... Uh, if you're just playing music and it doesn't open up like the full player, if you play a radio station, you get the player automatically um, kind of open. Um, and it, so there's the now playing screen that lets you have like just it shows what's playing, but it's more about the rest of the app. But if you double tap on that, uh, it's usually at the, the kind of very kind of bottom uh, above the tabs, you'll see like a a thing uh, that says now playing. You, um, you can double tap on that and it expands into the full player. And so if you ever want to see the lyrics, if you ever want to see add um, to, uh, music to your uh, library, you, 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 the, it's easier with the full player uh, extended. And then there'll be a dismiss button. You always know when you're in the full player because there's a dismiss button on the top left. And you can flick right, and there's the more button. You double tap on that more button, and you can do a lot of things. You can add to playlist, you can favorite, you can uh, remove from favorites, you can del- you can delete from library. A lot of different things are available because of that more button, uh, and uh, so that's something to to remember. 
The other thing is Siri. Uh, you can do a lot with Siri. You can ask it to play things, to find a song, to uh, you know add a song to your playlist, things like that. Um, to shuffle a playlist, um, things. Uh, radio stations, ask it to play a radio station. And, and if you're doing that, just be sure to specify which radio station you want uh, and say radio station at the end so that it knows it's a radio station and not but perhaps a song with the same title as I experienced uh, every once in a while. So uh, there's, uh, th yeah, make sure to remember about that more button. If you want to, if, if you look through and you can't find an option that you think should be there in the player, double tap on that more button and you'll probably find it in the pop-up menu that comes up um, in there. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, Adam, uh, Apple kind of likes to do this thing where it hides things away, keeps things as clutter-free as possible. And uh, so it's, it's basically always uh, trying to make it kind of an easy thing for the eyes. And it, it doesn't always translate into easy for blind people because stuff gets hidden away behind other things. And you have to sort of know, okay, if I want to do this, I do go here and then I hit the more button. Like it takes a little bit to learn. Um, uh, the, you know, the lyrics will work with voiceover. You can read those lyrics with voiceover uh, if you want. Uh, airplay and audio destination. Basically, you can play tracks and say, hey, I want these on my home pods. Um, and that's the audio destination or airplay button that you can use to then it pops up a menu and you flick through and you choose uh, the you double tap on, on which option, which thing you want to play the music on. So, uh, you know, that is uh, uh, the, the other thing is of course the, the settings in the, uh, in the settings. So you go set it and settings music. This is in the settings app. Now you can get at all the, there's a lot in there. So yeah, everything from EQ to download quality, uh, all kinds of different things in, in the settings. So be sure to uh, go through that with a fine tooth comb because there's all sorts of choices about, you know, how much uh, data uh, you want to, you can optimize how much music gets downloaded and say, if, if it gets over 32 gigs, don't let it go over that. Uh, you can put limits uh, and it will sort of use artificial intelligence to optimize what is on your phone based on your listening and try to keep the music that you most want on your phone uh, without, you know, otherwise, if you don't use that, if you decide that, that you want to be in charge of when music gets deleted and stuff, well, then you could get literally gigabytes and gigabytes of music. Uh, it, it can get huge. I had about 60 gigabytes on my phone at one point. Um, and uh, so it can get quite, quite large. Uh, so it all depends on your priorities. What, you know, do, do you mind if, if you might go for a track, you know, maybe you are offline and there's a slight chance that a track that you want isn't on your phone, right? Um, that's kind of what you'll have to, to think about. But in my experience, Apple does a pretty good job with its artificial intelligence and in, in curating that and in, in, in making sure that, that your favorites are there. So, it, you know, it, it's, you know, it, for beginners, I mean, Siri is a great way to start doing this too and say, hey, play this, uh, play this by the Beatles. Like you can ask Siri to do you know, pretty much anything you want musically. And uh, if it can, it will. Uh, it'll tell you if it can't. Um, and uh, then you'll just have to, it's usually think of a different way to phrase it. Um, so that's one thing to keep in mind before you give up entirely on something. Um, you know, Apple hasn't anticipated everyone's 
you know, choice of words in terms of, of you know, ordering Siri to do something. Um, so, but I think it, it's really beneficial to learn the app and, and take your time to explore the screens of that app, to, to go through all the tabs. And, uh, you know, the search tab is, is of course, you can, uh, on the far right there, you can uh, do things uh, like, like search. You can look at the recent uh, if you can't think of something to search for, you can flick right instead of double tapping on the window, uh, the search window, you can flick right and there'll be recent searches and then there'll be like popular searches. What pe what are people looking for? So they never leave you with nothing, right? There's always uh, something they can suggest and you have access to that. So yeah, like th there's a lot there. Uh, the EQ I find really nice, uh, particularly with my hearing loss. I find the late night, um, setting it kind of boosts low and high frequencies and i find with my kind of hearing loss that is really helpful um of course with uh, airpods uh the listening experience is really great uh in, in terms of just the sound quality uh i've certainly uh, noticed a lot of details when, uh, now that i've gotten airpods that i hadn't noticed before uh in music so there's this is a very tight uh crash course in the music app there's there's a lot um sort of packed into that app uh and uh and there's, there's so much history there too uh as it's gone from what was once you know apple music and itunes and then became uh, you know apple music plus and the, the festivals that they've had along the way i used to attend concerts uh virtually where you could you know just tune into a show that Apple would put on in England at the roundhouse and they'd have all these, these top performers uh, night after night over, you know, what they called the Apple, we used to be the iTunes festival. Then it became Apple music plus festival. Uh, as the pandemic got going and it was just getting started, they had a stronger together uh, benefit trying to raise money for uh, people who were trying to fight COVID. And, and uh, they had a, a very big event uh, when they when they did that, that I was very happy to be able to hear uh, and and contribute a bit of of, uh, of money to. So, you know, Apple will use its musical resources and uh, and sometimes really bankroll some interesting things. Uh, and I hope we see a bit more of that ahead. I miss those festivals. Uh, they've kind of gone away a bit. They're more into these live events that uh, if you are alert and you are in the browse, you check on the browse tab every once in a while you'll get wind of and you'll be able to, to check, uh, to, to tune into those. So, you know, the Apple Music Plus uh, subscription, it's one of the services that I think for blind people is is the most bang for your buck easily, uh, just in terms of just the content it offers, the ease of use. Uh, you just have to learn that one app, everything's contained in that one music app. And uh, it, it just opens so much. Uh, a world of listening and there is spoken word in there too. It's, it, uh, you know, the, the CBC, for example, has some of its audio dramas and shows up there that people can listen to ideas, uh, some of the Massey lectures, um, things like that. Um, the um, uh, Afghanada a drama about uh, people, uh, Canadians in Afghanistan that were serving over there. Um, that was a five or six year drama. Uh, and it's all up there for people to hear on iTunes, on, on Apple Music, rather. You can buy it on iTunes. But if you subscribe to Apple Music Plus, you don't have to buy it. It's there for free. So, you know, you just pay that subscription and you've, you've, you've got your ticket to all of this stuff. So 
that's kind of the direction Apple is going. I think uh, there there are continuous rumors about them destroying iTunes at one day, just deciding it's not worth maintaining anymore. And time after time, we've heard this is going to happen. And it never has. They've never shut down iTunes. Uh, I'm I'm really questioning whether they ever will cut that off because people, there are people who don't want to subscribe and just want to own what they buy for forever and kind of have an arrangement more of that kind of an arrangement. So it would, it would still surprise me if Apple cuts that off entirely. Uh, but I, I guess we'll see going ahead, but uh, you know, but there's, there's a, a lot there. So I hope people will look around and, and try some of this stuff out and, uh, and really enjoy now that they know how to use voiceover, now that they know how to command Siri to do things, enjoy what you, what your iPhone can let you tap into. And uh, you know, it's, it's, you really, if you get these phones and you don't use any of the services and you don't buy any apps, you're doing yourself a heck of a disservice. Like there's such powerful things and uh, music is one of the easier ways to start to tap into that ecosystem without the threat of, you know, you know, massive amounts of extra money being spent uh, unknowingly, right? I mean, it's it's very if you're purchasing stuff, it's very clear that you're buying stuff, uh, and if you subscribe, then there's just that one flat fee. So it's in that sense, it's it's pretty safe. There aren't any sort of hidden costs anywhere. So hopefully, uh, that's enough to hopefully get you started. It is a bit of a crash course. The guide goes into a lot more detail on the apps and where to go to get at what. Um, but uh, hopefully that will give you enough to start exploring and, uh, and really enjoying what your iPhone can, can do for you. So thank you very, very much, Michael, for another very enlightening uh, presentation. I know that the music gap is very popular. With- thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at one 304 You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.net. Many, many people.